The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today. Do us a favor before you get started, Larson. Let's ask the people for one of those thumbs up. And hey, if you don't like the video, you can take it away later on. Hit that subscribe button. Larson, what's in the news? So, of course, we had all those releases yesterday. And that's the news broke of, WB release, of WB's releases of Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Ruby Riot, Lana, Santana Garrett, and Buddy Murphy. Uh, the Map Men podcast, Andrew Zarian, said that releases kind of like this could happen on a regular basis in the future. Uh, these transcripts are via Cultaholic. Quote, I was told, this is what Andrew Zarian had to say. Quote, I was told specifically that there's going to be more releases to come. This is going to be a regular thing. You're going to see these releases happen. They're reshuffling the deck with talent. The release, the realizing the company got very bloated with talent over the last two to three years where WWE doesn't release anybody. They hang on to people. They threw ridiculous money to guys like Gallows and Anderson. Speaking of people who are making apparently a lot of money, uh, it seems like Braun Strowman's massive contract was one of the reasons he might have been released by WB. Uh, Fightful Select, go subscribe to Fightful Select. You get awesome wrestling news right to your email. Uh, reported that Braun signed a huge deal back in 2019, and Dave Melser suggested on a recent Wrestling Observer Radio that his deal played a part in his departure, saying, these transcripts again from Cultaholic, quote, basically it was expressed to me 
is that he was two years past his peak. He was getting a high salary, and that was the issue with him. Um, yeah, I mean, it, they're obviously changing around their business philosophy with the arrival of the new leadership in Nick Khan. Um, so it makes kind of sense that they would be doing this. Is also There was also a report that uh, I believe from Fightful as well that uh, the uh, talent relations would be scouting at the PC looking yeah. for there's going to be some call-ups coming up soon. There's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, some new faces perhaps on main roster. Um, I mean, it reminds me of a lot how the NFL does business. Yeah, right. Where they'll sign people to contracts. You know, they're apart from signing bonuses, it's not guaranteed. So, you know, once a player reaches a certain age, they don't feel like they're producing in relation to the money they're being paid, they'll cut them. Yeah, right. Yeah. It kind of feels like that's the direction they're going. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense. Like, the, there, it was never the the idea that they can just hoard, 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 hoard talent. That was always going to end up this way. I mean, that, that was going to have its breaking point. Mm-hmm. Um, when you hoard talent and you don't have a showcase for them, it's a losing strategy anyways because you're wasting money. And also, you're just not making your place appealing to to work. I mean, if people are out there, it's like, well, I could either just sort of not be used and collect a paycheck and hope that maybe I'll be used or go to a place where clearly, you know, whenever AEW signs somebody, they'll use them. It might be on dark or elevation or they might be part of a faction, but they're going to use them. I mean, I guarantee Sean Spears is way happier now than he was Ty Dillinger as a solo guy, you know, Um yeah, he's one in a faction, but uh, but he's used. He has a role, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was not going to end, and but it ends up like this, you know. It ends up with uh, you know, a, a bunch of releases, um, you know. So that that's just something that I guess we can sort of expect from here on out. Now, what I would hope yeah. is on the back end side of things, whatever leadership is doing in terms of bringing people in. You know, hopefully those people will have stable jobs for a longer period of time. I mean, the wrestling industry, in terms of the wrestlers, it's a weird thing anyways. Like, you go from gig to gig, and then hopefully you sign a long-term contract. And But, you, you know... Can make, you can make steady money, yeah. You can make steady money. You can build your brand yeah. on, on camera so that if you do yeah. get released, you can do what we're watching Tommy N do right now, and that's get on Twitch and tell a story and make some money doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, uh, interesting stuff. To it is. And I wonder, I wonder if this, you know, cause prior to last year in April, when they had that, you know, uh, first round of releases back in April, 2020, where it was like a dozen wrestlers got cut. It seemed like, yeah, wrestlers would get released from time to time, but it was a wrestler here and be two there. You know, they'd gone a number of years without doing, you know, the, 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 the usual post rest post WrestleMania trimming down the roster, which was a thing years and years ago. For a number of years, it seemed like they really didn't do it that much. And maybe it just seems like now that's going to be a regular occurrence again. Um, uh, let's talk about this real quick, about uh, Melser saying that, uh, assuming this is accurate, that WB felt like Braun was two years past his peak. Um, I mean, four years ago, he was doing some really fun stuff. He was destroying everything. His feud against Roman was great. You know, and I think in terms of his performance of late, I feel like he's gotten more comfortable on the mic. I feel like his in-rings stuff hasn't necessarily declined. I don't necessarily feel like this is a situation where Braun is past his peak. I feel like it's a situation where creative, after that initial phase where they booked him really well, 
didn't know how to uh, capitalize on that momentum and had for a better part of three or four years. I'm glad you're qualifying that because this is the second time that Meltzer has quoted a source of his saying something pretty tacky. What was that last one about? I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I remember you and I saying, God, that's sort of a tacky way of putting like a release. Yeah. It was like a release of somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a really tacky. And this is just ta- like two years past his peak. I mean, I'm sure Braun has plenty more to offer. It's not his fault that he was given lousy creative because I agree with you. He has improved on the mic and his skills for what he needs to do. They have not. I mean, he can still do all that stuff. He's yeah, still, the skills. Yeah. He's in great shape. He's in a, he's he's in a better shape now than he was shape. four years ago. Yeah. So, to suggest, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing whatever Melser's saying here was he has a source that told him this. You know, um, I don't know the exact verbiage his source used versus what he used, but nonetheless, it seems crazy to think that Braun, I think he's what in his late 30s, something like that. It's one thing to say, it's one thing to say we were unable to capitalize on the fire that we had when he was at his creative peak with us, when we knew what to do with him, when he was the monster, you know, doing the I'm not finished with you stuff, which was wildly entertaining. It was great. And it's one thing to not understand how to progress that and not how to and not know how to advance that past a certain ceiling. But to say a guy is two years past his peak when clearly he can still go, he can still contribute quite I know, a bit. It's pretty ridiculous. It's pretty is ridiculous. Really silly. Like I even thought up until his is the the build for backlash when he was like destroying la- they had the best match on the card. The that big monster battle and Braun was part Braun was launching himself off the apron, doing like sentons. Past his peak. Get out of here with that. I think yeah, Braun's got a lot to. I mean, I've, I haven't always been his biggest fan, but you know, that primarily is because, like, creatively, they never really gave him. They never amplified his strengths. I know. Well, they did for a while, and then they sort of stopped. It was weird. I guess it's the thing, like what uh, John Moxley was talking about with Vince. Oh, we know who you are. So, you know, Vince maybe has an idea in his mind of who he wants Braun Strowman to be, whether that plays to his strengths or not. Yeah. And then he, ha- you know, he's got to do it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this. <laughs> the the It's funny because there was some really, really bad news about Raw's ratings. And then it, it was still really bad, but not quite as bad. Not as nearly the, as bad. As the first one. Yeah. So uh, earlier indicators yesterday suggested uh, that a lot of wrestling fans pulled a going in raw and tapped out on Monday Night Raw uh, with PW Torch reporting that raw. We're not we're not tapping out on raw. We're tapping out doing reviews Monday night. We could, <laughs> if we it doesn't matter if we say that that's not what people are going to think. That's that's why I wrote that in there because I thought it was funny. We're still <laughs> gonna review Raw. Yes. We're just doing it on Tuesdays. Tuesday, as the video I posted on Twitter. No one watched that though. Indicates seemingly, and we do more than just cover Monday Night Raw, and we have for six years now. Anyway, you know it's funny though when we started going in Raw, that was the only show. Like AEW was, wasn't a thing. SmackDown no, was, was a the, recap show. The whole idea, the whole idea of going in Raw when it was birthed was we would do uh, uh, pay per view reviews, get them up before I think the next Raw. So you're going into Raw with, with the latest information, the latest pay per view review. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was just pay per view reviews in advance yeah. of Raw. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we need to rebrand. 
anyways, PW Torch reporting that uh, with PW Torch reporting that Raw averaged 1.418 million viewers, an all-time all-time low for the show. The Torch reported that hourly numbers were 1.536 million for hour one, 1.549 for two hour two, and 1.168 for hour three. So that would be like almost a half million viewer drop for the third hour. But post-wrestling got a hold of WWE's internal ratings data, which states that Raw averaged 1.557 million. So it's about a million, I'm sorry, about... What is that? Uh, uh, About 140,000 more. 140,000 million more viewers. Uh, 140,000 million more viewers. I, I'm so can Yeah, I know. 140,000 more viewers. <laughs> the, first and, <laughs> the first and second hour numbers match PW Torch, but according to WWE's internal numbers, the third hour garnered 1.586 million thousand, 100,000 viewers. Obviously better than the initial number. Okay, but hold on a second. What? What did Showbuzz Daily have? Showbuzz Daily has not been updated since uh, May 10th. <laughs> what? Are you serious? How is that not a yes. story? That's a big story. Because here's the thing. WWE's internal numbers versus what did PW Torch have? I think just, I don't, I don't, I don't know where they got their stuff. Um, well, yeah. I mean, look, regardless, 1.56. Still, the, the, what, what ended up. You know, if even using WWE's internal numbers, that's still the lowest number of the year. Yeah, it looks better than you know under one and a half million, but yeah. it's still the lowest number of 2021. So it's not like it's a great number, even though assuming these numbers from WWE are accurate. And I know people are going to light up the comments with this. It was a holiday, and I totally get that. And it was against a, a sports competition. It had yep. sports cloud against it. But here's also the thing to remember. 18 short months ago, a pre-taped Christmas episode on Christmas, Christmas, the day where everybody stops doing everything and just and either maybe watches football, but just doing nothing. So they pre-taped it. We were there. Yeah. 1.835 million. Yeah. Versus this Memorial Day episode, which was 1.5 and a half million. Raw right now is struggling to get the same number, 1.8, they're struggling to get the same number as a pre-taped Christmas episode from 18 months ago. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. That's crazy. And I'm sorry, but going to the PC and trying to pick out new people and calling up people from NXT, that ain't going to change nothing if the creative process behind that the remains key. the same. It's in the stories, man. You got that right. And they suck right now. Yeah. Get your well, shit it's together. Not that they, it's not that just that they suck. They suck. And uh, I like that Louis Dangor tweeted this today because I think it's what, what we were saying on our Raw recap too. It's not that they're just bad. It's that this is pretty much quote of Louis' tweet. It's not that they're just bad. It's that nothing happens. Yeah, It's bad, and it's copy and paste week after week. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa Bliss had her rebrand, rebirth thing at WrestleMania. That was in April. Yeah. And ever since then, she hasn't wrestled. She's been on that same damn playground set since then. 
We're all wondering, what is she going to do? And they she, don't know. That's the problem. You know. They don't know. Yeah. The same thing over and over and over. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre went down to WrestleMania a month ago. I'm sorry, two months ago. And we're still there at Hell in a Cell. And it ain't like there's been all sorts of twists and turns. That's what I'm saying. It's not that we're just still there. I don't mind it if there's a good story that's being told. It's just the same thing over and over. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. There's no twists and turns. There's no ups and downs. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about NXT UK. Of course, every Thursday we do our NXT UK watch along over there at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. So be sure to check that out with us. Uh, a couple good matches here. We had Ilya Dragunov versus Noam yeah. Dar. Really yeah. good match. Of course, Ilya defeated Noam Dar with a flying uppercut for the win. Didn't really yeah. go into true trance mode. Um, he sort he of kind of semi did. Yeah, kind of at the end a little bit. They usually punctuate it with him like completely. And en- it feels more like he might have this Dar match. He might have understood how to get it under control. They didn't really Mm -hmm. like illustrate that too much because he didn't go crazy afterwards. He didn't wake up from the spell afterwards. There was none of that, but he did sort of get to a point where he was triggered to the point where, you know, he, he laid into Noam, but I feel like it wasn't as crystal. And he was no selling uh, Dar's offense. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. We had a Valkyrie promo. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had Sid Scala welcoming Jordan Devlin back to the NXT UK performance center. Uh, but Devlin showed up with just a list of demands. He wanted his own dressing room. Yeah. He wanted a fancier car, namely. He wanted a Mustang. He wanted a Ford Mustang. A new Mustang. And more importantly, apparently, he wanted a spot on Supernova Sessions because he had a lot of things to get off his chest. He's got a lot of problems with a lot of people. Got a lot of problems with you people. Uh, after that, we had Pretty Deadly versus Jack Stars and mystery partner Nathan Frazier. Uh, as good as Nathan Frazier is, it wasn't enough to help Jack Stars get the win. Pretty deadly, get the W with their finish. Uh, this next bit was great. A Tyler Bate video package. He's totally turning into a Jedi. Yeah. Um, it's great stuff. Blindfold nunchucks is what he was. He was doing the nunchucks, but he was blindfolded. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. one of nunchucks when I was a kid. Never got him. Probably Same. for the best. Probably for the best. Yeah, absolutely. thousand percent for the best. thousand percent. We had Flash Morgan Webster. Eat the loss to Joseph Connors with that great neck breaker of his, but that was yeah, after very... Ginny pushed Flash off the top rope. Subculture comes out, so we're probably going to get Ginny versus uh, uh, Dan- Danny Luna. Danny Luna. And then uh, Mark Andrews versus, uh, what's his face, Joseph Connors. So that's probably going to happen soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Joseph Connors neck breaker is very rude awakening. Yeah, it's great. And, and, and the stiffness of it. Uh, great news. Fantastic news. Walter. Returning to NXT UK next week. Y'all need to join us for that. Yeah. Because we're going to mark well, out big time. Massively. It's the uh, ring also next week. Also next week, uh, Kaylee Ray defending the women's title against Mako Satamora. They had a video package hyping up that match. Just give it four and a half stars right now. I'm just going to write you got that right. Four and a half stars. Minimum. That's the minimum. minimum. And the main event, Rampage Brown versus Joe Coffey. Joe Coffey. Uh, Joe Coffey gets the win after a discus lariat. They shake hands after the match. And then Ilya walks out. Apparently, he wants to get involved in whatever is going on between Gallus and Rampage. Absolutely, man. He's going to test his medal against them big, beefy dudes. Yep, uh, all in anticipation of beating Walter for that NXT UK title. Dude, Impact is putting on like sort of a mini pay-per-view tonight. Look at this lineup so, here so for it's Impact. It's a great card. So it's we're going to be card. watching it at the Twitch. 
twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. But check this out. Number one, a former WWE wrestler debuting tonight. And this is not a new rumor. This has been confirmed. Who do you think it is, Larson? Um, the, the, the top name I saw um, uh, given to us in our Twitch chat, Steve Cutler. I say Ryback. On BTI, that's being the impact, Josh Alexander and TJP are going to be uh, throwing down in an Iron Man match for the X-Division really good title. Things about this. And then the finish of that is going to spill over into the beginning of Impact, so we might be starting a little bit early tonight to watch being the impact. Yeah, maybe 4.30 or so. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Stay Sounds, tuned. About right. we'll... Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Uh, also on the card, Moose. Versus Sammy Callahan, that could pay per view any any uh, pay per view. Right, any pay per view. That's huge. Kojima versus Diener, huge match. Uh, Fired Flava versus Grace Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. Do we know is this for the tag titles? I could find out in a moment. And then Jake something versus Rohit Raju. Um, would they've been having a little, uh, a feud brewing? So uh-huh. that should be good. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of good looking matches today. This should be a good impact. And of course, yes, we're it, is for, it is for the championship. We're gonna be hanging out, eating dinner. It's yeah. gonna be a good gonna be a good night. And it is you you, confirmed you, it is. Yeah, what are you having for dinner tonight? I haven't chicken. I yeah, I should know that. Chicken. Is it in the Instapot? No, Lacey's been uh, uh, baking it lately, putting like breading stuff on it. So oh. it's been pretty pretty flavorful. Sounds uh, good. So yeah. Anyways, check that out. So uh, so yeah, that's gonna do it for us today. Please let us know what you guys think about all this stuff in the comments below. Give this video a thumbs up. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.